Hello, folks out there. This episode of the podcast is partnered by Audible. Greg, you know what I love about Audible? What do you love about Audible, I don't have to pick up a book anymore and carry it around with me. In fact, I carry it around in my phone, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They literally keep thousands of titles right on your phone, accessible at any time, when you're driving, when you're cooking, when you're mowing the lawn, changing a diaper, doesn't matter. It's all right there at your fingertips, John. They've got podcasts, they've got lectures, they've got some like health and wellness and like fitness series on there that if you just are looking for something to fill that gap, like you're not getting into a book right now, it's all there for you, man. If you're a member, Greg, what's cool about it is you get three titles per month. The first one, you can pick whatever you want. Like I've said, I'll probably start hitting up some of those health and wellness books. And then what's awesome is they have two Audible exclusives exclusives folks you can't get it anywhere else it's true that is very true so if you guys want to get on the audible train you can go to audibletrial.com slash j-a-t-g that stands for johnny and the greg hook yourself up with a 30-day free trial no promises no nothing if you don't like it which i can't imagine you're not going to like it um it, you can cancel at any time but the great thing about that is the books you get during your free trial or if at any time those books are yours like you get to keep them you can listen to them non-stop anytime all the time sounds like a deal to me man so if you guys are smart like i know you guys are because you already listened to this podcast sign yourself up guys what do you got to lose it's 30-day free trial yeah. and it's books it's knowledge you gotta drink it up it is so one more time, it is audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G. Back and better than ever, your favorite variants are here, Johnny and the Greg. <laughs> Greg, you had yeah. a knee-jerk reaction of a movie I forgot was coming out this week. <laughs> well, how could you forget? It's only been, what, two years coming or a year coming? It's late. It's very late. I think um, you hold that against them for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> a little. I mean, yeah. I think they could have done it sooner, but I understand everything went that went behind the decision but yeah. for me the movie is 10 years too late okay so we're talking about black widow that yeah. just came out and the people that i tend to listen to their opinions about these type of movies are saying kind of the same thing they're kind of walking out going eh. yeah yeah i haven't seen it so um I'm trying to stay away from spoilers as much as possible, but I have a pretty good idea of what's going on. But um, I'm seeing it this weekend, so I guess the next podcast we can talk more about it. But I just uh, I thought it was interesting that you um, I think it's interesting that everybody didn't like it because everything I see, I'm like, OK, I like that. It looks like good action there. That looks good. And maybe it's so maybe it's story. Maybe it's lack of story. Maybe it's lack of characterization or maybe it, like you said, it should have been in between Civil War and Infinity War. Yeah, it's a lot of things. And to say I didn't like it. Might be a push. Is it Thor the Dark World in that category? For me, it's more Iron Man three, which hmm. like 
Okay. Iron Man 2, like, if I were to rank all the Marvel films. Yeah. And I mean, like, Marvel Or put them Studios, in tiers. Yeah, like, Marvel Studios films. Yeah. If, 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 you, if I walked into a room, you had them all laid out in front of me and said, pick the ones you're, you're going to watch first. Yeah. I can tell you that Iron Man 2, 3, and Black Widow are the last three movies I'm going to pick. Is it worse than Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Not that Falcon and the Winter Soldier was worse. It was just, all right. Okay. It, if we're going to throw in TV series, then then those are the last four things. Okay. Watch. Okay. I mean, fair enough. And it would be, he would probably go, I would watch Iron Man 2, Black Widow, Iron Man 3, and Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay. Being right. dead last. Right. Yeah, it, it was just 10, 10 years too late. I do like the character development that they did because you, I mean, how you learn about Natasha's background and the Red Room and, you know, the existence of that and what it was used for was cool. Okay. I do like David Arbor's character a lot. I wish. I don't. Is, is there, is there a, uh, is there a movie that guy's in that we don't appreciate? Oh, not that boy. I've seen. I like Hellboy for what it was. You like Hellboy? Yeah. I okay. mean, I went into it with super low expectations, but I, I would watch Hellboy before I watch Black Widow again. <laughs> okay. I'm wondering if because of all the, like, your opinion and the other people that I follow, I wonder because of that, if I'm going to walk in here with a very low expectation and walk out going, are you guys crazy? It was awesome. You very, you very well could. <laughs> you could. There, there's yeah. things in there. I mean, and we can talk about it after you see it. Yeah, I'm seeing it this but, Sunday. But there are just pieces there where I'm like, okay. I mean, it, yeah. I, I walked out of it just going, okay, yep, it was a Marvel thing that they. There was one piece of that movie where I would say, yeah, they couldn't have done that ten years ago. Oh, okay. And that was at the post credit scene. So post credit scene. Okay. All right. Well, that sucks. Anyway, what are you expecting <laughs> for Loki? I think that's just awesome. I think it's getting better. You know, I, I was going into it for a long time thinking that they weren't going to introduce Kang, the Conqueror. Do you think uh, it's uh, coming? Maybe. Um, there like an was... essence type thing or a Kang I, was I, here I, type thing? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. And I think that because I was kind of picking through the episode and on Stark Tower, the name of the company that's on there, and I can't remember the name of the company off the top of my head, but it's something like, like in the comics, Kang was the CEO of the company. Oh. So, oh, okay. It could be something like that. Like maybe yeah. they would intro him and then we just have to wait until... So to get the backstory. Well, March is Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, I don't think it's going to... King's not in that. I think he's in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay, Unless so, he's this big bad that they're going to like start sprinkling Thanos-type stuff at the end of each thing with King. I kind of think, like, in, in terms of, like, you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp, yeah, Spider-Man, No Way Home, and Multiverse of Madness, maybe even the Marvels, I'm not sure. Yeah. Where where we're gonna see him be a villain for a bit, 
and then they're gonna and then they're gonna use the multiverse to intro a bunch of different things things okay what I did find interesting I saw or I read an article with Kevin Feige where he said that we are no longer doing these giant picture deals like they're not they're not gonna do a 10 picture deal like they did with Samuel Jackson and Chris Evans and oh okay Robert so they're Andrew. not going to prolong these contracts it's gonna go like a movie by movie type thing well I think maybe they might do like a two or three film contract I see okay but they're not gonna do a 10 film contract anymore and he said partially because it'll free up the actors where hey you know what if things are going well and you want to make some more and everybody's yeah. happy with what's being produced. Yeah. We'll just draw up another contract, but yeah. we don't need it. Cause I, it commits them. It commits Marvel one for millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. And if the audience doesn't like a casting or if something happens, everybody's got an out, but they can renegotiate accordingly. Yeah. Yeah, I I think one day, probably in the next 20 years, maybe 15, we're going to get the how the MCU was built and we're going to start getting these books that are coming out of like how this happened and yeah. what was behind the scenes and I'm sure there's going to be one or two people out there um that are pissed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yep. they're going to they're going to let some they're going to let some stuff drop. Um first one I can think of is Terrence Howard. That was the first original rowdy well, you think of Terrence Howard and Edward Norton. Yes. Like they went into this thinking they were going to be like 10 picture deal guys. Mm-hmm. And then when it didn't work out and they brought in actors that everybody then really liked and the creators really liked to get work with, then that's when it blew up. Yeah. Did you not like Edward Norton as Bruce Banner? No, I thought he's fine and i, I thought it was a, good i like he them. he's a fan of the comics okay. so i definitely liked compared to the ang lee incredible oh, yeah. hulk that we have i very much enjoyed the incredible hulk me too and i thought they were trying to set up some good things mm-hmm. i was not impressed with the end fight um between oh, the, really? hulk, the hulk and the abomination yeah I was okay Just, with it, it, it was doesn't good. To me, the Hulk just got his ass kicked and then made a couple good moves at the end to win. Okay. Um, I liked Mark Ruffalo's Hulk when he, well, no, not when he first appeared, although that was good. The, the, the change, Avengers. the change, yeah. In the Avengers, the change on the helicarrier I thought was good, yeah. but it, where he really shined for me is when with the Hulk smash at the Jatari. Like oh, that was okay. some classic Hulk moments. I yeah, felt. you're much more of a Hulk connoisseur than I am. Yeah. Um. So, actually, my favorite version of the Hulk was the actual. Um, <laughs> I think it was. It's when he's on the run. I always like him when he's on the run. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't like him talking. I don't like him. <laughs> um, I just think of him as a monster. I th- I th- and I was one of the very few that loved him in the Ultimate Universe where he was this cannibalistic nightmare. Yeah, that was a push. Yeah. Um, I was into that. But it's weird. In, in the Ultimate Universe, everybody 
ended up being a cannibal at some point. It was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Not anyway. everybody, but it was weird. No, I, the different versions of the Hulk that I've seen in the comics. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've liked the monster. I, I loved the Joe fix it. Like when he was a bouncer. Yeah. You talked Vegas. a lot about that. Yeah. Loved that version. Knowing that that wasn't like the permanent version. Like that's mm-hmm. what we got for a couple of years. Um, loved professor Hulk in the comics for, for the time that they had him there. Yeah. Uh, Emperor Hulk was great. And I, and that's about the Ma- time. Ma- Maestro. Like Maestro's interesting. Or yeah, he's interesting. Uh, that'd be cool if they did, brought him in for the multiverse somewhere. I could. I didn't read a lot of his stuff. Maestro. That was the <laughs> future imperfect. I read the, the first two part series, but then he's come back a lot in like, recent years in the comics yeah really and i is. haven't read those yeah there's a the the uh, immortal hulk is the series out now and that's been doing very well okay. and i i haven't read i haven't picked up a regular marvel comic except for thor in a long time and i kind of missed the boat on that so that might be one when i go to the comic-con trade paperback try, trying to find and trade yes yeah, the yeah. immortal hulk yeah Speaking of different variations out there, if mm-hmm. uh, you guys have any ideas of, I don't know, who's your favorite Hulk, let us know. Comments below. While you're sitting there looking at the comments, I don't know if they can actually do this on like Spotify or anything, but give us a thumbs up or give us a like. Yeah. I don't know if that's possible, but s- that's a good time right now for you guys to take a breath, can. hit the like button, like come back to the conversation. And subscribe. Uh, Yes, like and subscribe. It helps us out. Um, to uh, follow that with the whole uh, different types of Hulks, did you see the What If trailer that dropped four days ago? I did, yeah. What did you think? Numerous times. Me I think too. I'm, ex- I'm excited for that series. I think it's going to be fun. I'm very excited because you're right. I think it's going to be just fun. I showed Ursula that today, and she goes, I don't get it. Who's that guy <laughs> to save Tony? I'm like, you don't know who that is? She's like, no, no. I, she goes, I think this is something that you and Greg will enjoy, and I will be lost. <laughs> okay. Parts of it for sure. I mean, the, the Captain Carter thing, yeah. I think she'll be into that. Oh, that looks so good. Yeah, I that's going to be. I wonder if they're going to play it like, is she, is she the only recipient of the Super Soldier, or is she like a continuation of that program? Uh, what's the... Yeah, is there something called the Captain Britain Brigade or something like that? There, well, kind of. There is a Captain Britain, um, right? I know who, that guy. Yeah, but he, doesn't aren't there multiverses of all of those guys that end up going throughout the multiverse? Sure, there's multiverses of everybody. Right, but aren't but isn't yeah. there? Aren't they like the sliders where they go into different dimensions, taking on things? I don't oh. know much about Captain Britain other than the basics. Well, the Captain the... Britain Corps, or is there something like that? Huh. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. No, you don't know. Okay. I, I, th- I think you're right. I think I remember seeing something along those lines, but yeah. I never read it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm excited for What If. I think it's... um. <laughs> I <laughs> The first thing I did is I showed her, so she goes, is this going to be a cartoon? <laughs> And I wonder if that's going to affect it a little bit. Is that people are going to look at it as animation and they're going to be like, right. nah. Um, I think it will. 
I think there's going to be some people that just won't do animated series because they just see animated and go, no, that's kid stuff. That's kid stuff. Yeah. Which is too bad. Too bad. Um, it's too bad. Like, You're missing out on Rick and Morty. <laughs> see, that's that's an adult cartoon is what I would still call it. But like even even the Clone Wars, Star Wars, the Clone that's Wars. That's fantastic. That's that's a that's a World War II drama. Yeah, it's really done, good. Done by Star Wars. It's not a kids show. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I was as I was watching that, I thought, wow, this is this is pretty good. They show some PTSD. Yeah. They show like, okay, yeah, they like, approach heavy topics. I mean, it's not. I wouldn't call it rated R by any means, but yeah, um, they're dealing with heavy topics. Yeah, you're right. Right. But yeah, I think what if will be fun. Definitely fun. Um, something happened. Uh, I'm going to trans. I want to go back to Loki. Okay. Cause okay. it's coming up. Sure. This is the last win. Uh, this last episode is Wednesday or yes. coming this coming Wednesday. Couple days. Do you get the, I've heard by multiple reports that they're not, but do you get the feeling that Loki and Sylvia are like getting this, romantic connection are there some sparks there greg or is it just Um, this appreciation for each other well i think both sides are correct in that one i could see i can definitely see that they have chemistry for sure yeah yes and i could see where they've hinted at a possible romantic relationship right um what keeps it from being weird is that those variants are so off the not wall. The, not well, just not the same people. Yeah. Like yeah. So that's like why it brings very, me back. That's very that's, different. Yeah. So this is the question I'm gonna throw at you because I've actually thrown it in myself. And I it's a weird question. We're gonna get weird here. Um <laughs> but weird. if you met a female version of yourself and you were not married, would you would you have a relationship one moment with yourself, your variant self? Uh, I think you, you kind of do. You kind of have already done that. If you've have ever in your life pleasured yourself by yourself. Yeah. Right? Um, no, I, I see where you're headed with that. I don't know. I mean, I, okay. I, I all right, folks, I'm the weird one. Cause I would do it. <laughs> and I asked my wife this and she goes right away no and I'm like wow that was really fast you wouldn't even think Have about, about this? a that male really self a, a male self because I thought to myself is this are they gonna like was when it, the relationships when they were on that planet that was doomed and they uh-huh. started like holding hands I thought is he gonna is he gonna fall in love with himself like is but and would that be weird considering it's just a female version of the same guy from a different I don't I think it fits his character for one thing. Okay, like, so are you a complete narcissist if you would do that with yourself? But they have in no way sold them as being that closely related. Like right. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean it, well but we've seen other Lokis that are very close to him, like President Loki, who got his hand. <laughs> yeah, that was off. good. Yeah. Yeah. So Alligator that, was the best Loki. Yeah. In that respect, you go, no, obviously not. But with 
Sylvie, and I've mentioned this before, I'm still struggling with the idea that whether she's actually a Loki variant. Right. I hear not her. just a variant of some somebody else, or if she's a variant at all. Right. Yeah, I, I think we're gonna find out in this next episode what her her uh what's it called? Her variant or what's it called? Her her full story. <laughs> no, like no, no, like why 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 was she considered a I they use a certain term for it. What was your, oh your nexus? What was her nexus? Oh, um, right. Yeah, I think we might hear that. I think we well, might. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but how do it's going to end? I've enjoyed the hell out of this series more yeah. than more than the other two. I agree. I think actually, you know what? The more I think about Wandavision, the more I like it. Right. Minus the two episodes, the first two episodes, I just I right. didn't. Yeah, that just and that's that's the big thing for me is that there hasn't been a single episode of Loki where I go didn't like it. Yeah, or I mean, or could have done without it. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. So, all right, man, that's all I had for today. <laughs> <laughs> how was your weekend? Um, how was my weekend? It was all right. Yeah. You know. Doing some stuff. My Fourth of July was was pretty good. Uh, have we talked since the Fourth of July? I think we have talked. Yeah, we talked to Hafford. We did. Yeah, Darren Hafford. Really yeah. So he's uh, so. actually no, we didn't. We didn't talk about the Fourth of July. Yeah. No. I don't think we did because we went immediately into Hafford, and then the next day, I don't know, but I don't know if we need to talk about it now. No, no, it's it's, past it tense. seems to be too far. Oh, no, we went right into Bill Cosby and all that tragedy. Yeah, we did. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. We went anyway. All, all that fun stuff. But it's funny, I, I think you and I... Oh, here's something we can talk about. Um, What do you think about couples that decide to have separate finances? What are your thoughts? Okay, so... When I got married 21 years ago, for a long time, we were separate-ish. Okay. So, like... What is separate-ish like? Well, because we had, you know, she had her accounts, I had my accounts, and then we got married. And we each kept our personal accounts. and then And then we had a joint account, which we would both throw into. Right. And and that was where where we paid all the bills and stuff out of. Or okay. that's that's where things went. And and my original thought was, well, I wanted to keep my account for the idea of like whatever I kept, I it was my money to just go do what I wanted with. And right. it, that, that and that's where I like that's where the comic book fund came from. And if right. I was going to Comic Con, that's where that came from. And so that was kind of the plan. And also the idea was me like, well, if I ever want to buy you gifts or something, if it's from the same account, you're just going to be able to see right. where I got it from and how much it was. So I don't want to do that. That was kind of my standpoint. Yeah, that makes sense with that. And from there, it was probably a good 10 or 12 years of constantly fighting over finances really <laughs> yeah yeah it didn't you know it just wasn't good 
I mean, it was because even like my direct deposit would go into my account Mm -hmm. and then I would throw into the joint account. So there was like transferring that had to be done. Right. And it just caused a constant back and forth of, well, did you do this? Yeah. Okay. Well, we fell short. So you're going to have to pull from your, your stash more or less to pay for. And it was just, yeah, it becomes, okay. And it was so contentious and it, made me f- it was very separate like and like we weren't really in it together if that makes sense that makes a lot and, of sense and and being you know and we've talked about a lot about um what i chose to do as a profession mm-hmm. you know i went into education not a lot of money there right now i work for a nonprofit. not a lot of money there um she has always been a bigger earner than me okay now i've always carried benefits and things like that so that Mm -hmm. was kind of the kind of the plus that came out of my my position but her always being a bigger breadwinner meant that she was putting more into the pot to pay for whatever things yes so and i you know just kind of i don't know if it's part of my upbringing or not i always wanted to just hang on to what i had because i never felt like it was enough yeah. Um and we did that for a long time. Um and couples that do that, I think you're missing out on a couple things. Like like when I've when I've heard of people that have gotten divorced mm-hmm. and you talk to them and you're like, <clears throat> Well, you gotta split up the finances and stuff. They're like, We have separate accounts, it's not really a big deal. So I mean to me like it became like an easier cut of, of just like, okay, oh, it's, it's yeah. easier to just separate. Yeah. I mean, yeah. imagine if you were, if you weren't married and you were just living in cohabitation with someone. A roommate. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, eventually before you break up, it would be like a roommate situation because there's no, there's no love there. There's no intimacy right. there's no whatever so you just go okay i'm moving out and you pack up shit and you leave yeah <laughs> and that's yeah. that's what i feel like some of those couples that just have completely separate finances they're just waiting for the reason to be like well i guess i'm out and then they pack up and leave and it so the other piece I, of the story hold on yeah the other piece of the story is when we said this is stupid we shouldn't do this anymore. Closed out the other accounts, just made, you know, the one account that has yeah. both of our names on it. It forced us to have more conversations. It forced us to work together more. So, and then you, you truly are like, it's ours now. It's not yeah. mine. It's not yeah. mine. This is yours. This is ours. This is what we have. We can figure it out from there. And, Everything where I was like, well, what if I want to buy my stuff? And what if I want to buy you a gift? You figure it out. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. ways to do that without, you know, if you want to buy a gift for your spouse and it's coming out of the one account, there's ways around that. So, so not a big deal. Yeah. I, um, I agree with you. I, uh, I've, Ursula and I have never, have never done the separate accounts. I think when we pretty much moved in with each other like i i don't know 
when we knew we were moving in with each other, we knew we knew we were getting married. It was just a matter right. of time. So uh, we pulled it pretty quick, actually. It, it, it almost seemed, I can't remember the day we had the conversation. It just one day we did it. Um, and from And from that point, you're right. It forces you to talk forces you to have a lot of conversations it forces you to be right. a community in a sense and <clears throat> really work with each other and and i never thought of it like that it's almost this escape clause that's always there if it's separate because yeah you're never fully committing to the to the i don't want to say the project to the marriage you're never fully committing to the marriage and this is just my opinion people i'm sure there's a lot of people out there that um, have separate accounts with each other and you guys are doing just fine. Maybe it's because you're both making the exact same amount. Maybe it's because you have this great understanding and that's great. That all had to happen with communication. So I just, I just, I find it, I find it could lead like you do to a lot of, uh, division and separation. Yeah. Like a lot of, yeah. You know, hey, I don't have, oh, I, I, for example, like I spent too much on my Thor hammer this month. I can't float the electrical right. bill. Can you give me money? Well, that might piss somebody off. Well, um, even, I mean, I and I've heard of other situations where if it's like, you know, when the emergency stuff happens or the, or the unplanned expenses come up. Yeah. So, I mean, eventually your car breaks down eventually. Um, yeah. you, you need like a house repair comes through or a kid breaks a window or whatever it is. Right. You know, something comes up and if you guys don't have your finances worked out where you've got like an emergency fund or you've got like, you know, the rainy day fund or whatever, and you go to your spouse when you guys have separate accounts and you say, Hey, you know, the, you know, the car through a timing belt and, and it needs a new, it needs a new timing belt. It's yeah. going to be this much. I've already tapped out my paycheck. Right. How's yours looking? Right. And then you've got this back and forth of like, well, it's, I mean, especially if it's like the other, the other spouse's car. Right. Exactly. And it's like, well, it's your car. You figure it out. You got to pay for it. I mean, there's. There's they can so turn much into that. Room. Absolutely. Yeah. There's so much room for, for arguments and division and, and bad feelings. And then, cause then if I were to, you get into the point where like, you can say, oh, sure. I got enough to fix your car, but w are you going to pay me back? Are you going to, yeah, are, that, are you going to think about that? You know, you get into that kind of situation Yeah, and that's not good. You're right. I mean, it becomes a lot of, um. I can't ask him for money because I've already asked him three times, and now yeah. I don't. I don't want to feel lectured. I don't want to feel like I'm. Right. I'm letting, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to definitely. Feel, I don't want to feel lectured. I don't want to feel like I'm not holding up my end. Right. I mean, then there's guilt involved, or yes. or even the idea of, and, and this is just in my experience. I met some real dick husbands. Who are like, okay, I'll, I'll fix your car, but what are you going to do for me later? Oh, and, yeah. and you get into that kind of stuff and you're like, dude, you're an asshole. 
Well, yeah, I mean, is... you're an asshole on on a couple of levels. First off, yeah. you're probably not going to get her best back at you if she feels like she has to constantly, I don't, right. don't want to say grovel, but if she constantly has to, or if she sits there and thinks, it doesn't become a partnership. It doesn't become right. a team. It's this, well, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to go to him and ask him for help because now he's going to hold it over my head. Right. Or maybe yeah. it seems like I don't have it together as much as he thinks I do or yeah. something along those lines. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's like, Hey, cars break down. You, no one plans for that. <laughs> yeah. Not only that, um, yeah. Sometimes you, you carry the one when you shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And you're off. Um, so yeah, I, I, I just think, think there, there's a lot of possibility for grudges and bad feelings and, you know, overall, no. I tend to Just, agree with you. Yeah. Um, for those of you that we love to hear uh, success stories or your thoughts yeah, on that if, out there, let us know. If you're the opposite and you guys have kept separate accounts and you make it work, I want to know how. Because, yeah. I mean, I don't think I'm ever switching back ever. Um, but I like to know what philosophies or, or practices have you guys set up to make it work. I wonder what financial advisors th say. I wonder if a financial advisor would know. say, keep separate and create that pool like you once were doing, or is it more like a, oh, no, guys, go together. I know there's a relationship girl called Dr. Laura. She's very famous, actually. She's She has old school values, which aren't bad. They're really not bad. They're just not modern, so people look at it like, huh? You know, the whole mm -hmm. don't have sex before you're married because, you know, um, don't live with each other before you get married. Where are you on that? I didn't. You didn't do it? Nope. We didn't live together before we were married. Interesting. I, I did. Um, I. Maybe I took a maybe we took away uh, a special part of the beginning of marriage when you're learning to. Yeah, I mean, we. We had our first married fight the day we got, or the night we got back from our honeymoon. Oh. <laughs> it was, so I mean, and, and certainly that, that particular argument wouldn't have happened if we had lived together. But at the same time, I think that's just part of like growing. Yeah. The discovery part of marriage is, you know, it it wasn't it and what we the argument was not a big deal. It was just do you go to bed at the same time or not? And yeah, that that's a weird one too. That I always thought was 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 strange. I've heard there are couples, and I'm not, but there are couples out there where if one goes to bed, they expect the other to go to bed with them. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if I ever had any type of relationship where. Ursula's never been that way. Um, there have been times where I was like, I'm going to bed. I'm really tired because she knows I wake up earlier than her. So she, yeah. she kind of understands that. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think I've had that now. I'm not saying it's good or it's bad, but I've heard that from other mm -hmm. couples that like, you know, when I go to bed, I expect them to go to bed. We've so, done it. Uh, with that particular topic, yeah, pretty much every version of it, I think you can have. 
Okay. Sometimes, yes, it was absolute. Sometimes it was, no, it didn't have to be. Sometimes it was, you know, because our jobs have changed and they're different. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and especially with kids, kids were different because. Well, kids is a whole new thing. With oh, it totally was. Like, yeah. even with our firstborn, you know, it was like, yeah, you go to bed now because mm-hmm. I, like, I would send her to bed at like nine. Yeah. Get as much sleep as you can. And I'll stay up with the baby until I think one. Yeah. And then I'll get the rest of the night's sleep because I was the one that had to wake up and go to work teaching a job at a teaching job. And she was, especially during the maternity leave where she was off. Yeah. You're like, you get as much sleep as you can now. And then when I come to bed, if the baby's still asleep, we'll put her to sleep. If she's doing a feeding, you can wake up a feed and then I'll go to sleep kind of kind of one of those things but yeah that's funny you said that because we did that with gwen um she went to bed 7 30 8 o'clock yeah and slept all the way till 1 a.m and that's when i was uh that's when i said look i gotta at least get four hours before i wake yep. up so at mm-hmm. least give me that and uh i there there are days i would come home and after my work i would come home and i would my aunt was watching and i'm like can you just give me an hour give me an hour to sleep and i'll come back and i'll take over and then Mm -hmm. we just did that cycle and we were talking about that the other day because my daughter just turned three we were talking about how the first year we kind of don't remember it yeah no (laughs) No, you Um, remember moments but not yeah not like what was your day-to-day like i'm like i don't know yeah it was just oh i i can tell you my day-to-day but i can't i can I, it was such a blur before yeah. we knew it, she was one years old and before we knew it, she was two and here we are. Yeah. Th- yep. Yeah. But yeah, that's a, that's, those are interesting things with, um, I, one of my best friends, Farah, you know, Farah, yeah. one, one of our friends, she said to me that, um, I'll never forget it. She said, uh, a kid can either tear you apart or bring you closer together. It just depends uh-huh. on how strong that bond is before you have the kid because you have to agree on certain things and you have to, God, you have to really talk to each other. Uh-huh. Like, are you yeah. tired? Do you need a break? Don't tough this out, you know, type of thing. I'm sorry. I went off on a tangent. No, that's good. But, um, yeah. So, um, what are some other weird things that couples do that made you go, huh? Or I, I shouldn't say weird because it's not weird. If it works for you, it works for you. But the, I mean, there's like, always things like, yeah, e- even when I first got married, I didn't realize I folded towels wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that was a big deal. Evidently I it is. thought, did you ever go through a moment when you were, cause I, I feel like I've gone through a, a maturation as a husband where I, I, I let outside influencers i didn't want to be the guy that got whipped by his wife uh-huh. you know? so there would be these moments where i'm like is this one of those moments where i need to stand up and be a man and let her know that this isn't how it goes and this never worked out well but no <laughs> um, and look i could go into probably a more in-depth analysis of this but i think it's okay to be whipped because you're not really whipped. You're, you're doing it because you love that person. Yeah. Like if that person says like, Hey, I would much rather have you stay home with me 
than go out with the boys on Friday night. I'm staying home. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, but I know a lot of guys look at that as an invasion of, like, you're taking away my friends or, you know what Indeed, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Put me in a box, <laughs> taking away freedom kind of thing. Well, you got married for a reason. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's the other thing. Like, through all the shit that Krista and I go through, at the end of the day, I would still rather sit on the couch with her in silence, watching a movie that neither one of us care about and be pissed at each other than be anywhere else. <laughs> that That's sense. interesting. So like it's have kind you of ever I mean, have you Greg, have you ever been so mad you just had to get the hell out of the house? Sure. Or are you thinking no? Sure. Am I, I misunderstanding mean, like, that? Not not like permanently, no. Oh, of course not. not. No, no, I don't mean that. I mean, we've, yeah, we've both pissed each other off that we're like, I need to go away for a couple hours. And, you know, she's left for a couple hours. I've gone outside and done stuff. I mean, yeah, we've each done that. It's, I mean, you've been married, you've been married long enough. It happens. I got a, I got a good one for you because this is one that I think I'm changing my viewpoint on. But I always went into a marriage thinking like, you don't go to bed angry. And I don't know if that works. There are some things that you just got to sleep on. Yeah. You just, you know, because we tried that for a while too. And I was like, I mean, it started to affect sleep, sleep (laughs) and job. And and like, and you're like, sorry, I, I can't deal with this right now. We're going to have to talk about it later. Right. Um, The thing was, you got to come back to it later. Yes. That's, that's important. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, it's like anything else I've said, like the whole progress is a moving target. No one comes into a perfect marriage. Um, I know a young couple know of, like if I were to pass them on the street, they wouldn't know who I am. Um, super young, yeah. like, like year out of high school young and they just got okay. married. And yeah. <clears throat> and, and part of me is like, part of me is like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, right. Like, like you guys don't have enough life experience to make this decision at the same time. Like I know the groom's parents got married, similar situation. They're still together. I've got an aunt and uncle. They did the same thing. My grandparents who have, you know, my grandpa's about to turn 90. Uh, my grandmother got married at 16. Well, and it went in a different time back then. It, it was totally a different time, but yeah. just the idea that, you can't be mature enough. I think there are some people that can. Maybe Let me not, ask you a question. Not 16, I'm like not going that. But my point is, yeah. Like one of the things that I saw was like they've never had a fight before, and I went, "Ooh, Ooh never." Yeah. They've been dating a little over a year. You've never had a fight before, and now you got married. I hope someone has prepared them for what that's going to be like, like, because in every other relationship you have, if you're in an argument, you can say fuck off and walk out of the room and not see that person for a week. (laughs) Like every other friendship you have, most work relationships, you can skirt around it pretty much anywhere else. You can say, I'm out. I will see you in a couple days. And, yeah. and figure that out. 
like if, if you if you and I ever gotten a, a knockdown dragon argument, yeah. we cannot talk to each other for a month and still be alive and still yes. be like, okay. Yeah, still function. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do that with a spouse. No, you really can't. And if you're one of those dealing with that right now and you tend to want to run away from that, like I don't want to talk to you. I'm going to live with my parents for the week. You know, I don't think that's a good idea. In fact, yeah. No. I'm pretty sh- damn sure that's not a good idea because I remember when Ursula and I first started dating and we first started living with each other. When we would get in fights, we'd she, leave and we'd go to the other. Like she really? she'd go, she she'd go, go home. Or... I go home. We weren't married. We were living with each other. Yeah. Um, and I remember when we moved to Georgia, we didn't have family. And she couldn't get in a car. I couldn't get in a car and we couldn't travel (laughs) 12 (laughs) hours. You know what I mean? We, we were forced to sit there and stew it out, work at it and figure it out. And that's the important part, figuring it out. Cause nobody prepares you for, you're going to have to figure out how to argue with this person. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And and if if your style of arguing is just name calling and finger pointing, yeah, it's not gonna work out. Like, no, it's not. You're gonna need to change the way you view it. And the the whole idea of pick your battles is so true. Yeah, <laughs> because you know there have been times where it, it comes down to tell me what you're really thinking, and you're like, mm, it's not a good idea. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. let me learn how to articulate it better. Yeah, that's then what I'm actually thinking right now or what I'm actually feeling right now. Because there have been times I'm like, I know what I'm feeling and I know I'm not right. Like, I'm totally wrong to think this way or whatever it is. That's a good point. I like how you said that. I like how (laughs) you said that. Because that makes a a lot of sense because I think a lot of of people beat themselves up. Because I don't know about... I knew I do know about you. I think you and I look at marriage very similar in terms of it's in a very important thing in our lives. Right. And it's something that we put a lot of pride, hard work into um, for two reasons. Number one, we love the shit out of our wives. And the second reason is we want our children to see how to love yeah. and what that looks like. And your kids got to see you fight. Because that's yeah, what I love. I agree and, with. I that. mean, they've got to figure that out. And you know, I I have read lots of couple books, like you know, marriage books, things like that. Yeah. Um, because I want to be good at it. I want to get better. Yeah. At it. Exactly. So you you don't do that without taking in information. You can't just be like, I'm gonna not read or learn anything for twenty years, right? And expect to be good at marriage. Right. And so I've had, and I've been a part of men's groups where we all talk about stuff. And, um, the, the idea of, um, like working on a marriage and make, making conscious steps or, okay. I lost my train of thought there for a minute. I was trying to vamp. I got it now. Um, the idea that your spouse should be the number one human in your life. And people sometimes forget that when, in, especially when kids come along. Yeah. Um, but the idea of like, you know, for me, 
in my life, the number one thing is my faith life. And then number two is my wife. Okay. And then it's my kids. It, it's not right. a lot of people put kids before spouse, right. I put spouse before kids because you've got your kids for 18 to like, let's say 22 years in terms of like them being in your house and right. you're, you're, if you're not training, you're coaching. And if you're not coaching, you're mentoring kind of thing. Those are the steps of parenting in my opinion. After that. So, you know, it's just you and your spouse. Yeah. And what you don't want to have is that after your kids are out of the house, you got nothing to talk about. You, you look at your spouse and you'd be like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Cause I haven't talked to you in 20 some years. Right. Like really talked. Right. To you. Yeah. So, and, and I, I love, uh, some friends of ours, they live in Texas now, Bill and Jen, and they were always really, really good. They're so, such a great couple. They're super into each other and they made it a point all the time to like, yeah, we'll take our kids on vacation, but then we do separate vacations and their yeah. separate vacations look amazing. Like they're, they're both, or they were both in sales. So they, they'd get lots of bonuses for doing, mm -hmm. they're both very good at their jobs. So they were able to do like a, oh yeah, kids, we're going to go do this vacation on this mm -hmm. tropical island. And then mom and I are going to this tropical island and, yeah. you know, really being able to get away. And then you could just tell they enjoy the shit out of each other. Like, yeah, I, yeah, that's really important. Like, it's not just. It goes beyond love. It, it, it really, and that's the other, you got to be friends with your spouse. Yeah. My mother like, always told me, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, you've, you've got to like the person. Like, yeah. You've got to like being around them. <laughs> right. My mother told me that you need three things. If Make sure when you marry someone, you have these three things. And I don't know if she's right, but it seemed to make sense to me. You got to like them, you got to love them, and you got to be in love with them. And uh -huh. To me, that made sense because there are days where I don't like you, but yeah. I still am in love with you and I still love you. Yep. There isn't a day really that has gone by that I don't love her. There's been plenty of days I don't like her, and I'm yeah. sure. Absolutely. Um, if you reverse it, I'm sure there are way more days she doesn't like me. But, yeah. but we, um, we phrase that as you're not my favorite person right now. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, the one thing that's always given me hope with my wife is that no matter how mad, and we've been really mad at each other. Um, so let me, let me put that out there for real quick for someone, because I think some people have this notion in their head that if they fight and they're really mad at their spouse, that that's a sign of trouble in a marriage. That's a slippery slope because it could be, but it's, it's okay if you get in a fight it's okay if you don't like the person. Yeah. Um, but I'm going back to what always gives me hope with my wife is that there always seems to be something that happens when it's one of those really bad fights and you are just not liking each other. And there's always seems to have like some sort of, I don't want to say crisis, but something that demands that we drop what we're upset about, join uh -huh. forces to handle that problem. Mm -hmm. And that seems to happen, I don't want to say a lot, but I mean, it, it happens when we have those moments. And that always makes me think, 
you know what? Like, we're good. Like, right now, we're not each other's favorite people, but we have the ability to put that aside to handle this problem. And then by the time the problem's over, we it's almost like this little break, and then we can sit there and talk about yeah why we went that way. Yeah, it's interesting. Is like, I mean, I'm I'm the extrovert in our relationship, okay. but even the extrovert, the people person, the party planner, whatever you want to call them, eventually will hit a time when they just need to not be that person for a while and, and just be just be quiet, you know, just be okay. quiet, be, be not. And those are the times where, I mean, she's like, what's wrong? What's going on? And I'm just getting annoyed. Mm-hmm. So you, I, again, going back to the, you just got to be like, look, it's not that I don't like you. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't love you. It's just that I don't really like anybody right now. I just right. need to, I just need to not be that guy for a little bit. And by that guy, I mean like the outgoing type. I mean, I'm still right. Mad, but yeah. So yeah, I mean, and, and having the communication piece to, to say that and verbalize and have your spouse go, okay. But then, I mean, there've been times when I've done that and she's like, okay, but you know, we have a wedding this weekend. Yep. I'll, I'll, I'll be fine. Don't worry. Yeah. 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 Stuff like that. Yeah. Is what yeah. makes marriage and work. If that happens to switch on you where the other person says to you, look, I just need to get away. I'm mad at you. I'm mad at the kid. I'm mad at life. I just want to get away. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to handle that and understand like, okay, she doesn't like me right now because there, there's yeah. some people out there and I'm, I'm, I'm not so much this person anymore, but I used to be the person where like, you don't like me. Why don't you like me? Well, yeah. we got to fix this. What's going on? You know? And now I'm just kind of like, okay, well, it's not earth shattering. Let's not, it's not the D word. Right. You know, so we're, we're good. She'll come back type of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, man. I think we'll end it there. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there we gave enough uh, relationship advice. This is just uh, us off the cuff, guys. Um, we are getting some guests prepared. They're coming. I believe the next one we have yeah. is a gentleman who is a cosplayer. Um, and yeah. he is putting together some really cool stuff in his yeah. little lab there. And He's I would this... say, I mean, if you're, if you don't know what cosplay is, go look it up. Yeah. And then um, take a listen next week because it goes what what I like about him and his name's Tristan. Yeah. Um, what I like about Tristan is that he goes, it's still cosplay, but he's like making like full on armor and these yeah. giant suits. It's not just like he's going to, you know, yeah. get some clothes, put on some theater makeup and then go to a con. Some people yeah. do that and they do that very yes. well. Yes. But he's like full on designing like Hollywood style. Yeah. Costumes. Like his uh, uh, swamp thing's really cool. Yeah, I did see that. That looks yeah. pretty, looks pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, if you want to look him up before he comes on the show, you can find him at on Instagram <laughs> at Tris Rex T R I S R E X. Yeah, and uh, prepare yourself for that conversation. Yes. Um, yeah. So, Greg. Besides that, any last words? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, especially when you're dealing with your spouse and you're <laughs> having those arguments. Um, 
Number one, know your audience. Holy shit, know your audience. Know what yes. to say, what not to say, when to say it, when not to say it. Right. Um, <laughs> if you need to, verify your sources because yes. you've got bad sources. They will sure as shit call you out on it. And then don't be a douche. Yeah. I think that's um, that. The three things that you've been saying lately before we go off, that fits so perfect in a relationship. Yeah, yeah it really does. I saw you looking to your side here. Is she looking right at you? <laughs> no, I was looking at my computer screen for, <laughs> okay. for some of the other stuff. All right, I am All right gonna, good. When we do sign off, she's going to be like, Sue, <laughs> how's the conversation? Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, as always, uh, for the Greg, this is Johnny. Podcast out, everybody. Oh, and go Bucks. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Tie it up, buddy. Tie it up. All right. See you guys later.